the NBA has accomplished their goal of higher scoring games. You know, they said they wanted the NBA to be more fast-paced than it was. I thought it was already kind of fast-paced. But they said they wanted it to be more fast-paced and higher scores and all those things. And they have accomplished, they have accomplished it. But, um, if you were a fan of the NBA probably a long time ago, unless you evolved with the game, I don't know if you're such a fan now. Because it's a lot of new rules, you know what I mean? Well, new in the last, you know, five, ten years or whatever, but new enough that allows the game to be a little less physical. You know what I'm saying? You can barely breathe on somebody and not get a flagrant foul and get kicked out of the game. So, the game now is tougher to be a defender and much easier, much, much easier to be a scorer. Like, the players back in the day, like Tracy McGrady, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, um, Shaquille O'Neal, all these guys, they'd be like, if they played today, they'd be averaging 55 points. That's drastic, you know what I'm saying? That's stupid, because I doubt they'd be averaging that much. But, I do believe they'd be averaging a lot. Because, they averaged a lot when the defense was tight. You hear what I'm saying? When you could hand check and all that type of shit. Now, when you can't do anything on defense almost, they would uh, definitely score a lot of points. More than they did back then. It's, the game isn't easy. The, the players are more athletic. I don't think the game is easier in general. But the game is easier for scores. Everybody's not a scorer though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easier for superstar players. Let's say that then. Like Damian Lillard and um, Kevin Durant, Ru- um, not Russell Westbrook, God knows, um, uh, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell. It's easier for those guys because they're natural scorers and 
since the defense is so lack nowadays. Lax nowadays, then, um... They can just score at will without anybody trying to stop them. Because nobody's trying to stop them. Because if they try to stop them, they go fall out. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough for a defender nowadays. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. I think it's rough to be an NBA defender nowadays. Sometimes. Uh, defensive players get highlighted like I give you an example Patrick Beverly is on the Chicago Bulls right now him and Alex Caruso been giving teams hell since he got on the Chicago Bulls yeah playing tight defense so I guess You gotta learn how to do it. Like, people give Patrick Beverly shit a lot. They say a lot of things about Patrick Beverly. He garbage, he can't do nothing, he's just an instigator, aggravator and all this shit. But what Patrick Beverly has learned how to do, Patrick Beverly has niched himself a place of being a hard-nosed defender in an era where you can't be a hard-nosed defender. Who do, that's why Patrick Beverly stands out amongst almost all players, like Jose Alvarado, I think that's his name, uh, Patrick Beverly, and Alex Caruso are the, are the players that I know right off the top of my head stand out for their defense you can't stand out for defense nowadays in the NBA so give Patrick Beverly credit for being able to be smart enough to actually be able to be a good defender and not fall into the um Filing out and technicals. He do get a lot of technicals, but I'm talking about he learned how to do it. He's learned how to play tight defense without getting a foul every single time. It's hard to do in this in this uh, era of the NBA, but he learned how to do it. So he's a lot smarter than people give him credit for. And some people, some people see it. That's why he's still around. If he, if he wasn't as smart as he is, he wouldn't be in the NBA right now. Cause he is a defensive specialist for sure. And the Bulls are using him excellently, excellently. What he is doing on the Bulls, Darvin Ham was not a good enough coach to draw up plays and to put out schemes like the coach of the um, Chicago Bulls. Just 
Cruz that Darvaham don't know what the hell he doing and still don't. He just lucky enough to have better players now. Since he got rid of Russell Westbrook and um, Patrick Beverly. So, I don't know, man. Now we're going to have, eventually, we're going to have games in the 200s. Because there ain't going to be no defense played. That game that went 176, 175, it was like an all-star game or something. You know what I'm saying? People just walking to the basket. Basically. And if they didn't walk to the basket, somebody breathed on them, they had a foul. Foul line. Shooting free throws. And... Nowadays, players are extending their careers because of the same thing. They're not getting all banged up and busted around in the paint like they used to. Also, if they need time, they get to have a, what, what is it called? Um, load management. That sounds like you got to use the bathroom. But you can't do it right now. Some load management. Ugh. Yeah. So they doing that nowadays. So instead of playing five years, they get this in their career for like 15, 20 years. Because they're not getting hit. They get the rest whenever they want to. And they got way better than medical treatment nowadays yeah so it's a good time to be in the NBA if you got the skill and you got the talent ain't nobody um slamming you to the ground in the paint ain't nobody really trying to fight nobody you just doing a whole bunch of pushing and shoving and talking like I said, you get to rest whenever you want to. The contracts are out of this world. You know what I'm talking about? Even the most garbage player on the team seem like they getting paid like 20, 30, 40, 50 million. Like, I die. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. The NBA is a better place for players right now. And it's been like that for a while. You know what I'm saying? It's been like that for a while with the defense, where you couldn't really play defense like that. So, for the younger fans, that's all they know. If they watch the old game, you know what I'm saying, on YouTube or watch the old game, they be like, oh, this is boring shit. You know what I'm saying? They watch the game from like the 80s or something. You know what I'm saying? They be like, ugh. It's boring. It's slow. They calling fire. You know what I'm saying? People fighting and punching each other. 
So where is she going on? Yeah. For anybody want to know how born an NBA game could be, even with great players on the floor, I suggest you go watch uh, um, in the 90s now. Go to YouTube. Watch a Spurs versus um, Utah Jazz game. You might go to sleep during that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might go to sleep during that shit. It's like Watching some excellent YMCA players play. Carl Malone, they picking and rolling. They doing fundamental layups and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing excited about no game between no damn Utah Jazz and uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Back in the 90s. Nothing. It was great basketball. Fundamental. Great defense. All of this stuff was good. But it was just boring as shit. That's it. Now. The NBA is like WCW. You know what I'm saying? It's scripted and fake. Seemed like. You got all the fake fighting and the beef and the social media and they put on a fashion show before they come in and they put out tweets and all this shit and they talk trash after the game and uh, yeah, it's just a lot, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's just a lot to make it more exciting. So... I will give them this. Even with the lack of defense and changes that they have made to the game over the years, they have made it more exciting. Yes, they have. They have made it more exciting. And more... Yeah more exciting. Technology has made it more exciting also. Because now, during the game, you can interact with other fans and all types of shit, man. It's, it's, it's just more exciting. And it's better for the players. But the thing is, even with all that, even with all that, you still can't stop injuries. They dropping like flies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, I don't know. I ain't watched basketball a long time ago. But I don't. They probably have just as many injuries then as they have now. They probably more comfortable with the treatment, but. There's people getting hurt just as much now as they was in the 90s. Am I lying? Every time I look, 
and somebody out for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or indefinitely. Just like when I watched it like in the early 2000s, somebody's always hurt. So, it's one thing. I don't care if they speed the game up, slow it down, do whatever they gotta do. They ain't dissing my name. Never, ever gonna be able to solve the injury problems or even slow it down. You are not God. You know what I'm talking about? You cannot. Yeah. You, you have no control over the human body like that. You can take care of yourself or whatever, but life is life. Things happen to your body, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, I don't care how much technology they get, they still won't be able to solve it. I know, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly, they gotta start putting robotic pieces in people and stuff, he got a robotic lung, uh, robotic knee or something, Mm, yeah, so um, uh, that's probably the next step, when your battery run out on your knee, you gotta go get it changed. Get an all change on your knee. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, I like the I like the new NBA just as much as I like the old NBA. I think no, no, I don't. Let me stop lying. I like. Let me tell you the NBA, the era of the NBA that I love the most. When Kobe and Shaq were at, were together, and they were winning, that's the NBA I like. Not saying I'm just saying, not saying I was such a super fan of those two guys. I'm just saying that time period. That was the best time period in the NBA for me. No. I'm lying. I'm lying. That was the second. The best for me was when Ray Allen, Ray John Rondo, uh, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett, and Doc Rivers were together. That was the best NBA year of my life. That was a golden year right there for me, man. I, that was my favorite team. I, I kept up with everything in the NBA. That was just a great year. And then second time period. And that was just a year with those guys. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really following the next year like that. But that year, that was my year. And, um, secondly, was, like I said, when, um, when the Lakers was on, when they had Kobe and Shaq together and they was winning, like, back to 
You know what I'm saying? That was that was a great time. And then third, and I don't even know nobody because I only could watch it on YouTube, and I, I was way too young to even think about it because I ain't even know nothing about basketball then like it was uh Chicago Bulls time. Yeah. When the Chicago Bulls was doing anything. But I only can like read documentaries and shit about that. That's too it's a little before my time. But that was a good time also. I don't know, man. I don't know where basketball is going now. And the thing is, another thing is, I find it hard to keep up with basketball because it's so much going on. I realized the other day, yes, last night I was thinking, I was telling one of my friends, every time you Google, the word, the, if you Google NBA, every time you Google it, not back to back, like, if you wait an hour and Google NBA, and then wait another hour and Google NBA, every time you Google it, new articles are going to pop up every single time. New tweets are popping up every couple of seconds about news about NBA, something going on, or a player saying this, or this and that and third. It's just an enormous amount of things going on around the NBA. And who the hell has time to keep up with all that shit? I just want to know who won the game. I don't want to know what they got on, what they mama said, and all this other crazy stuff. Who cares about that stuff? I'm, I'm trying to see the final score, what the players did. I'm trying to figure out what's going on on the court. But just because of the way everything is nowadays... The media covers just as much of the stuff going on the court as they do the stuff going on off the court. Which is crazy. Like, just now, uh, the Joker, Jokic, had a good game. Great game. Excellent game. For the Nuggets last night. So... I'm trying to find out, you know, you know, trying to read articles about the game or whatever, and the first thing to pop up is that the Joker is not only dapper, on, no, he's something on the court, but he's dapper off the court, and it's this long-ass article about how well he dresses off the court. Oh, and when he come to games and also weekend, I'm like, really? 
download a multi-page article about how well he dresses. And he's supposed to be the MVP this season, right? I mean, he was the MVP. Yeah, he is the MVP this season. And this is the best shit y'all can come up with after he done had that big-ass game last night about the suits that he wore. Come on, man. Do better. I don't give a shit about what kind of suit he wore to the game. Somebody does, but I just don't. It's not, it has nothing to do with basketball. Put that in the fashion thing. When I type in NBA, it should be about scores, what the players did on the basketball court, what uh, upcoming games, analysis of the games, all that kind of stuff. It should not be about what the player had on, who the player got beef with, um, all this other stupid shit that has nothing to do with anything. Like, when the Celtics coach got fired, man, I got so tired of hearing about that shit. <laughs> I was like, man, just fire his ass. Because if I... I mean, I know it's the NBA and these people are famous. But most most jobs, even high-paying jobs, like extremely high-paying jobs, if somebody sexually harass somebody or whatever or have inappropriate relationship, they just get fired. It's over. That's it. But since it's him, and he, the coach of the Celtics, and is in the NBA, and he married me alone, they drug that shit out all the way. So now, if I type in whatever his name is, a Duca, a Dookie, if I type in his name right now, I'm pretty sure, like, it's like 20 new articles, probably from today, that was written about him. People are, NBA fans, they're trying to make NBA fans more obsessed with what's going on off the court than what's going on on the court. And they are. They are. I know some NBA fans that don't know shit about basketball. They don't know nothing about no scores. They don't know about nothing. But they know about the players, what they do off the court, who their girlfriend is, how they, where they uh, hang out at, their clothes, all types of shit. But they don't know nothing about them on the court. Weird shit, man. It's a new world out there, man. It's a new NBA world. Either you go adjust to it and continue to be a fan with the poor-ass defense and the weird-ass social media shit, or 
Would you leave it alone? It's only two options.